Have you played Pac-Man 99 yet, by the way, John? I have not, but I've okay. seen a lot of clips. Okay. Also, I watched cool, cool. you play, and I was very frustrated with your strategy. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> I kept watching you. I'm like, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> I know. I was playing like a chump. I was playing like a chump. Although I got some good finishes. No, you did. You there. were doing great. Like, it was just not how I would play. But we'll yeah. get into it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Awesome. That's great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolery. Hey, folks. And John Hines. Hi there. And we are back, as always, to talk about some video games. Mm -hmm. And you uh, may have noticed in the episode description, it is episode 100 here. But uh, we're not really uh, doing anything (laughs) special in particular. This is it. Although we are going to talk about some uh, all new games, or new-ish games at least, newly released games. But the reason we're not doing anything in particular to celebrate is because we actually have our two-year anniversary episode coming up next week. Yes, sir. So uh, we figured it would be a little overkill. You know, we don't want to pat ourselves on the back too much here. Mm -hmm. So, we got to uh, make it to next week. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Keep them watching. But, uh, but we are back, as always, to talk about some video games, like we said. So let's just uh, get right into the mix. And I know that uh, the newest thing, you know, I, I, I put my foot in my mouth. I think I was saying that, you know, I don't think Nintendo's going to take away Mario 35. <laughs> I just really don't think they're going to do it. And uh, sure enough, Nintendo, you know, true to their word, which they, they killed are Mario. True to their word. They did kill Mario. <laughs> they killed Mario, but only for a few days, or at least to be resurrected and or replaced, I should say, yeah. by uh, Pac-Man 99, which at least for me is the most welcome replacement, kind of unexpectedly, because I, I was not a huge fan of uh, Mario 35, just, yeah. so, you know, I'm not going to beat it into the ground, but, like, I don't love the original Mario Brothers a ton, so it just wasn't my favorite. I think I and booted Tetris, that thing twice, tops. Yeah, I, I played it five times. I got a first-place yeah. finish once or twice and was like, okay, yeah, I experienced it. Like, I, I wasn't mad about it going away, really. Right. Uh, upset, but... And when they when Pac-Man 99 showed up, I was just kind of thinking, oh, that's cool, because I've never been the hugest Pac-Man fan. I've Ooh. definitely uh, loved some of the takes on the franchise over the years, but I, I always enjoy it. But like I only like played the most on like the NES growing up. Like, yeah, uh, I played that version of my cousin. Not the best version of Pac-Man to play, I'd say. Definitely not. Definitely (laughs) not. And again, my cousin was always just so much better than me. And when you play two players, you kind of just take turns Mm. until you die. And like my cousin would beat like six levels and then I would beat one maybe and then die. Mm. And then it's his turn. Just keep going. So (laughs) it wasn't the most fun. So again, I wasn't the most hyped for this. But that said, I have put a ton of time into this to the point where I've done like two pretty long streams of it. Nice. Uh, I, I can't put this game down. Like, I think this is like worth getting a Nintendo online subscription if you don't have one, like well worth the 20 bucks. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about getting the upgrade package to where you can like mm-hmm. play with your friends and do the score attack. And like, the, I think there's like a $15 upgrade and oh. a $30 upgrade. I haven't even um, looked that into can, that much yet. I didn't realize yeah, there was more into that. Yeah, and they, they did do something like that with Tetris 99, yeah. too. I think there's like a $10 DLC or something. And I guess I should call it a DLC as opposed to an upgrade. But Another essentially, there are like two game. tiers. Yeah. 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 And again, Tetris 99, I just I'm not good enough at Tetris to like hang. I've never gotten a first place finish in there. Um, whereas Pac-Man, I, although I've you know, it's only been out for a little while here while we're talking about it, but um, probably a little longer when the episode comes out. But still, I the 
I, I'm, I can hang. You know, I've gotten four or five top ten finishes, Ooh, nice. and I just. Uh, you know, I did mention that I did like some of the later Pac-Man entries uh, in the franchise and in particular the Pac-Man Championship Edition uh, series. I think there's oh, two yeah. of those games and oh, they yeah. have incorporated a lot of those mechanics into this game, yes. in particular, like the ghost trains. Yeah, that's pretty much the main thing. <laughs> and I just it is so satisfying <laughs> to chow down on those ghosts in slow motion, like yes. you eat the first one and you kind of plow through the first three or four, like slow down. And then it just like. Uh, yeah, it, it's so insanely satisfying and it just gives Pac-Man that extra edge. And then on top of that, it being this battle royale mm-hmm. version where it's like a versus mode. It isn't about like, oh, I got to eat every pellet or I got to it lets you kind of change your strategy on the fly. And it it keeps me engaged in the game as opposed to like, oh, let me oh, I got a game over. Let me start over from the beginning. And it's all super slow and it takes me forever to get up to even championship edition suffered from that. Like every level, at least the first one, you would kind of memorize them and go for the high scores and like but the level would evolve over time and like you but you would have to memorize it if you wanted to really get the best score possible if that's what you were going for. Right. Um, But yeah, this kind of like just keeps you engaged in that same way. But in a totally reactive way and reflexive way, which is well, like we've talked about, well, at least I was mentioning when we talked about the modern and retro difficulty, I really love that like more reflexive gameplay, but I know you've put a little time into this too, Randall. Oh yeah. Uh, what have you thought so far and what's your Pac-Man kind of background? I've, I got a decent Pac-Man background, even though Pac-Man was basically before my time, I've always just enjoyed it, but I've always, you know, I've always kind of had a knack for arcade experiences in the first place. And like, it's such a like great simplified gameplay. Like you don't even have to press a button. You just have the joystick primarily in most Pac-Man experiences and it's so much fun. Like yeah. I it, I remember, you know, playing Super Pac-Man, which most people don't talk about cuz it's got these weird gates and stuff, but my uh my stepdad uh at the time owned an auto place and he had a tabletop of Super Pac-Man and I'd play that all the time. Like I just have always enjoyed Pac-Man. Uh, for what it's worth. And so I was excited when I saw this out of the blue Pac-Man 99, another battle Royale to go along Tetris 99 and beef out the Nintendo online service. Give it a little bit more benefit there, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Although I will say at first I wasn't having as much fun because the, the pro controller D pad is rough as we've mm. mentioned in the past. And it, yeah, it has you use a D pad to control Pac-Man, at least by the default controls. You can change that for what it's worth. Again, it's kind of the same thing with Mario. It's like it's a weird setting in the options. It's not like like it's weird that you would have to turn on like let me use the joystick. Yeah. Like that's just a weird thing. Although there are like like you were saying, Randall, in most Pac-Man games, you only use the joystick or at least in many. But in this one, you're kind of using a series of buttons kind of sporadically, not like on the fly so much, although I'm sure the pro players are probably switching their strategies up on the fly right more frequently i kind of just stick to one but it kind of that's probably my one gripe with the game is just kind of how it doesn't explain anything to you and i think we were it talking doesn't. about this in the discord <laughs> a little bit all of the like tetris 99 mario yeah. 35 and now pac-man 99 it's yeah. like you pretty much just you should look up an article online or something yeah. and learn because I, I was actually looking something up today there's something called drifting in this game where you can actually like 
If you execute it properly, you can drift around a corner and like Pac-Man will have sparks <laughs> kind of appear off him. Okay. Because I have ac- I have accidentally or not accident. Well, I've accidentally done it, and but I've burst through a ghost and not taken damage yeah. before. Like I and I was like, oh, did I have like did I pick up armor at some point or a shield? And but no, it's it's when you do that drift, you can you can technically drift around a ghost, right. <laughs> which is like that rules. Like, it doesn't tell you <laughs> anything about this, and there's like strategies. And it's like you can either pick between like random or stronger or it's just like the most random, like vague one word things were with no explanation. Yeah. Um, Which ultimately like you, you just like in Tetris 99 and in the, the Mario 35 or whatever, like you can set those strategies, but really you have to be focused on what you're doing on your main screen with your character or you're going to die real fast. Yes. (laughs) It is a very like. (laughs) <laughs> like like I was saying, just like you're engaged at all times, yep. like you are. I, I don't know. I just I can't put it down like the first. Pl- I think I originally was like, oh, I'm going to do a stream and check out some other games on the switch. And I think I did end up eventually playing some other stuff. But most of the times I booted this up, I was like, yeah, I'll play this to kind of warm up and then play something else. Yeah. And I'm playing it. I, I don't play anything else. And I find myself like bringing my switch with me into bed and playing a couple nice. rounds before bed and. I just, oh, I'm just so shocked at how much I like it. We like our arcade experiences. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I've been actually, I pulled out my arcade stick because the pro controller was like, eh, and because I just associate Pac-Man with a joystick control. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. And it did help a little bit, although it's not, it's not quite perfect mapping as far as like sometimes i felt like i couldn't go the way that i wanted to unless i was very explicitly lining it up uh and then i'm like no you're not going in the right direction and i got eat by a ghost again okay <laughs> yeah that that's a problem i have with arcade sticks in general like even like even on an actual cabinet in yeah. particular because i don't actually own any arcade sticks but yeah. like or i haven't used too many of like they the take home up a ones. lot of space yeah <laughs> I, I just haven't had a chance to really use too many of like the nicer home ones. I think yeah. I've seen some of the kind of cheapies, right? Um, like the Mad Cats and stuff. But right. back in the day, but yeah, I know there's like some really nice ones these days. But I always find, yeah, you just have to be so deliberate, like with that whole hand movement yes. of the joystick. It's like as opposed to a thumb. And one thing I'll say is that as opposed, to, I always typically prefer the Pro Controller. Yeah. But um, the Joy Cons when I'm playing handheld. I find that like that tighter rotation of the joystick, like that kind of smaller radius or whatever, yeah. I find that to work really well to the point where like I've, I do play with the Joy-Cons for Pac-Man yeah. exclusively. Like Did even you try when I'm playing the, uh, the separate buttons to control Pac-Man that way, too. I feel like that would actually be kind of decent that way, too. You know, I didn't actually try that. I always like in my head, I just never even think of those buttons as a D-pad. <laughs> right. So like I, I just like in my brain, I don't think of it. But you're yeah. probably right because it yeah. is like, again, th- there are I, I take that back because I do use those a lot of times in like puzzle games. Like yeah. for, in Tetris, for yes. example, I would use those 100 percent, like 100 move one tile at a time or yep. whatever, one space at a time. Yep. Um. So, yeah, that's a good point. I, I haven't tried that, although I'm thinking depending on how these like drifting mechanics work, because I'm thinking I'm going to have to do some kind of like Hadoukens, you know, and do a little <laughs> thumb roll yeah. on the uh, joystick, which I, I, I just, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm so pumped to have this game. Like, it's honestly one of my favorite games on the Switch right now. Nice. I know I'm the king of hyperbole, like I always say, but I, hey. it, it's like easily a top Switch game, like worth getting a Switch to play this game. It's worth- really fun. And like you made top 10. So kudos to you. I think the best I did was last night and I got like 26th or something. And I'm like, oh, this is a good run. 
Like it's, I've put I've put some time in. I've put some time yeah. in. I'll say because because even when you hit the top fifty, it really starts getting yeah. serious. Because yeah. there's like again like there's like these jammer they they're called jammer Pac Man again they don't even tell you any of this the stuff. red guys they're called jammer no the the I, that's what I thought when I saw the name yeah. but no the white ones are called jammers oh and then I think the red ones are called hunters or they're okay. called something else yeah but yeah and it's really cool because like when you eat the power pellets that's technically when you're executing whatever attack you have so like if you have the right. I forget what they all are, but whatever selection you have for your strategy, like when you eat a power pellet, that's when it kind of executes your attack, apparently. Yeah. And then every time you eat a ghost, it sends one of those jammer, those white Pac-Men over to the other player. And then I really like how when you eat the power pellets, it kills all the jammer Pac-Men on your screen that are chasing you around. And then when you eat the fruit... That will kill any of the red ones that are chasing you around. It's just so cool. This would be nice information to me. Yeah, they tell you none of this. None of this. Now, some of this I was able to intuit on my own, like the eating the power pellet, all the white ones disappear. Yeah. And then it it freezes the red ones, but it doesn't make them disappear. But then when you eat the fruit, they disappear. I didn't realize that because the fruit also resets the board with the regular pellets and the power pellets, which is equally important because otherwise you ain't getting any more power pellets. Right. And you have to eat enough power pellets to make the fruit reappear right. for the next stage. And again, you don't want to eat it too quick because you want to make sure you get all those ghosts to add to the train. There's just That's there's right. so many there's so much shit going on in a pretty simple game. Yeah. But it doesn't feel I mean, again, some of the like I looked some of this stuff up and I haven't played much since I looked it up. Actually, it's just making a lot more sense to me now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I'm looking forward to playing some more, but I definitely recommend maybe looking that up before you dive in, even though I still think, like you said, if you came in, like got almost the top 25, just yeah. basically playing Pac-Man and picking a strategy. You right. Know? But obviously there's there's deeper layers here. And I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, although I am worried about how good people are going to get at this game. <laughs> That that's kind of the yeah exactly the thing with like the ninety nine series is that I think that there it is intuitive enough that you can get to a level of competency, mm-hmm. but like if you actually want to be competitive, there's just stuff that you really need to look up. Yes, yeah, it does feel yeah. that way, and yeah, it's look up. It's not learn in the game necessarily. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing at all. They did a little tiny bit of explaining in Mario thirty five, but that that was it. Yeah, and that's that's a and stretch that's to call it now, explaining. Forever. Yeah, Goodbye. and it's gone. Yeah, that Nintendo was like, what were we thinking? Explaining it to people. <laughs> we're just gonna take it away from them anyway. Yeah, and it kind of it has me thinking though, like having another comp. Like this is Bandai Namco, right? That and uh, did Pac Man. Uh, Arika is the developer, and then oh, yeah. okay, yeah, Bandai. Namco I wonder if they've worked on the it. other. Ga- did Arika? Do you know if they did the other games That's off what the I top was of your wondering. head? I was, I, was I, to... I would, yeah, I would kind of imagine that, but yeah, I'm kind of curious to like. Just I was gonna say like they did thinking. Yep. Okay. They, they did Tetris 99 and Mario 35. Nice, right. nice. Yep. That definitely has me thinking though, like outside of the world of Nintendo, you know, just retro games in general. Like, what else could they could they do a Mega Man ninety nine? Could they like, you know, Ooh. like just, it just it got me thinking. Like, they could do it with anything. They yeah. could do it with anything. Um, um, how good would Mega Man be? A Mega Man ninety nine. Fu- like, as soon as that came out of go. my mouth, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I would pay top dollar for that. Get Capcom on the phone. Yeah. But uh, but I think we can we can move on from the gush fest, the the Pac-Man fest here. We got Pack Fever though here. That's at, right. Uh, there you go. <laughs> at pursuing pixels. But uh, I like I, it's I 1986. Off <laughs> of my mind. 
Nice. Well, uh, yeah, next I figured we could uh, go into a demo that Randall and I checked out and uh, partially got kind of encouraged to check this demo out by uh, the Zandan who hangs out in our Discord. Yeah. He's actually a, a game dev of his own. I've only checked out one of his games, uh, Winning is Fun, yeah. uh, which he made for a game jam, which was really cool. It's like all the levels were like made where like you can't lose. Like when you fall into a pit, you just get like launched out of it and you can like spring jump, but it's like a, so like you can beat the game all the way through, like never die. And it's just like, Oh yeah, the winning's fun. Yeah, this is awesome. But you can actually like it's like solving puzzles to figure out how you can die in each level. Um, it's kind of cool. It was, nice. it was a really cool experience. There's a couple of other games that he has that I've been meaning to check out, but they all take like keyboard setups and stuff. And I just haven't quite had the chance to set those up. But, uh, yeah. anyways, yeah, he's chatting with us all the time in the discord and he was kind of encouraging us to check out Balan Wonderworld yeah. and really kind of saying he had a great time. Like he played all the way through it and really, really enjoyed it. And, you know, I think on Metacritic, this game has like a 30 or a 40 or something like that. Yeah. Like, like a really 50, just got, I think. yeah, yeah. It's like just absolutely panned. Yeah. Um, um, and this is a, a game from the creator of Knights, <laughs> you know, Billy Hatcher and originally worked on uh, some of the Sonic games, I think. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I just uh, kind of not surprised to see because, you know, the trailers and the stuff I had seen, I was like, yeah, this does look a little janky, but Zandan's got good taste. So why don't we why don't we check out this demo at the very least? And I ended up doing it on a stream. Actually, nice. I just jumped on and uh, people were hanging out. And I was like, you know, what? why don't I check it out right now? And uh played through the opening bits and uh, I think you did as well Randall yeah. and you probably have a, a stronger background with uh with this creator here yeah um I'm drawing a blank on his name I Yuji wrote it Naka. down Yuji somewhere Yujinaka yeah yes sir uh and yeah this like immediately stuck out to me when I played it I'm like oh my gosh I'm playing a GameCube game like that's <laughs> yeah and like so like or Billy Dreamcast, yeah I, we had booted back up because I got my GameCube hooked back up with like an HDMI thing um nice. which is nice uh, nice but tina wanted to play billy hatcher and billy hatcher is great so why wouldn't we play billy hatcher uh yeah uh but like some of the it's known for some of the cutscenes in music and now playing bell in wonderworld i'm like oh my god it's like the exact same style and direction of cutscenes. just you know now it's in hd <laughs> instead okay. of 480i or 480p that it was on the gamecube like it, it feels like that experience just got lifted from 2003 and it's now on modern platforms. Like that's what it, that's what Bell and Wonderworld, at least the demo felt like to me is like, oh, my God, I'm playing a GameCube game right now, which I think is awesome. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's a GameCube I, I platformer. A, yeah. And I had a really good time, too. Like the demo is only like maybe I think it was like two stages ish, like yeah. two kind of sets of challenges yeah, with like a boss. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. And the boss battle at the end. And yep. like but some of the stuff that like. I, I don't know, like that you would like maybe consider like 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 to me, it just seemed like they they made some decisions that maybe are questionable. But like, for example, like there's like they're not questionable, but like you could I could see how someone would be like, oh, this is kind of janky or yeah. weird. But like there's jank. there's like <laughs> but there's also like character because the reason I wasn't excited about this game in particular is number one, I'm not the biggest fan of like the Sonic game, like a lot of these Sega games and games from this creator, like the way they even though I love the look of them or the the concept of them or knights yeah. and stuff, but like they do have controls that you sometimes have to kind of battle against. I would say. I was waiting for you to keep going. Oh, sorry. I <laughs> thought you were going to, I thought you were going to chime in. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought there too. Um, shoot. What was Battling I saying against right controls. That? Oh yeah. Yeah. So okay, you didn't like yeah. Sonic games. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Typical me. Um, 
but yeah, I just like in in the clips that I had seen, it, it looked like the controls, like a lot of the games from this creator, like uh, the it, Knights is probably the least egregious because you can kind of like you're kind of flying around most of the time. Yeah, and but it's like, pretty smooth for the most part. Nice yeah, even, even on that D-pad, like although that Saturn D-pad is pretty nice. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, it's almost a joy. It's a joy pad, I guess, more, mm, than, yes, sir. more than anything. But yeah, I just I find like the in the trailers I saw for Balan Wonderworld, you're kind of like everything looked kind of slippery, a little bit janky. But like, for example, like the characters, like the kind of NPCs that are on the levels, yeah. like they're just kind of invisible and you can run right through them. But yeah. I kind of like that. It was like an easy. Hey, what's annoying in video games when you get stuck on the geometry all the time? Yeah. Or like bump into characters that are in your way for no reason that like serve no purpose other than to just be there. It's just like, well, we're just going to get that out of the way. You can just walk right through. No, like, it. yeah, straight up the invisible npc stuff and like the camera stuff that you can kind of manually control like it is straight up they lifted this is a gamecube game like you you could have told me that this was a canceled gamecube platformer that they finally decided to release and i'd be like oh yeah that makes perfect sense (laughs) like that's how that's how this played to me (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's awesome. And and they're definitely, I mean, it's probably getting some criticism as well for borrowing heavily or at least being inspired by Mario Odyssey or at least seemingly so where you get like a ton of different power ups. Like I think there's 80 different power ups in the game. Oh, geez. So kind of like in Mario Odyssey, you know, you're taking over enemies and stuff in this and but. Yeah. In, in uh, Mario Odyssey, as opposed to like just getting power ups in this game. Right. But you kind of like can swap between three different power ups. Mm-hmm. Got like a few different ones throughout this demo. Like got like a I think like kind of like a some kind of dragon that could shoot some projectiles out. Oh, yeah. Got some kind of like sprout thing. Oh, the sprout thing is awesome. I love the sprout yeah. character. It just like sp- it's really cool. Goes up stupid high vertically. And then it's like a jump when you let go of it. That's real good. Yeah. Yeah. It feels really satisfying. That literally it, it, is a power up in Super Mario. Odyssey. It is. And it's it's fun almost the exact. It's almost the exact. It's even plant themed. Um, so it's, it's like, yeah, there's it might not be like the most original thing, but at the same time, it's it's like kind of like a fever dream. It feels like yeah. almost because there's like this first level you're kind of in like a. I don't know. It's like a Green Hill Zone-ish kind of area, mm-hmm. but like kind of more of like a farm, I guess. Yeah. Um, Because there's like farmers all over the place. But yeah, then they just like break out into dances when you beat the levels and yep. stuff and just really, really cool stuff. Like I, 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 it's not a game I'm rushing out to buy for 60 bucks, but yeah. if I see it in a $20 bin later on in a year or so or, you know, 30 bucks, I would definitely consider snagging it. I don't, I don't think it's worthy or i don't think it's uh deserved all the criticism it's got yeah and I, some of that might be like i i first downloaded the demo on switch because i think it was available though there first when they announced it um and i played mm-hmm. it a little bit on switch and i did notice like and i'm not the biggest like oh frame rate frame rate guy but the frame rate right, is right. a little bit rougher um on switch you know it runs a little choppy there um okay so then i did look to see is this on xbox uh, the, the series X that I've got and it is, so I'm like, Oh, let me download it there too. It just as a comparison and, and it runs very smooth there. Um, yeah, that's where I played it and it played like played perfect. Yeah, honestly. it did. It played really well. Yeah. And, and yeah, I just didn't, even though those controls I was worried about, like I, I thought it played really nicely. I was happy with how it controlled. And it, actually it's only like a, to the best of my knowledge, it's a one button game. <laughs> like yeah. every button did the same thing. If I could like whatever, like, when you don't have a power up, it's your jump button. Yep. When you have a power up, it's it does the power up yep, to the that's best generally of my a jump attack kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Or it's kind of shooting a, you know, a fireball if you're the dragon or whatever. 
Yeah, but it's kind of interesting because, yeah, you did it. There was like a little bit of that. Like you have to switch to the character that can jump right now. Like because I yeah. do I do remember that that dragon couldn't jump, I don't think. Nope. Um, so yeah, there, that, I just thought it was kind of interesting and interesting take. I was like different power ups. I'm a huge sucker for that. And then being able to swap between three of them on the fly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then give me a little Sega fever dream. I'm, yeah, I'm in. It's, it I'm, is a I'm, Sega fever dream. It was kind of cool too, how the world kind of, it, it kind of like morphed and rolled as like you yeah. went to different sec. It's almost hard to explain in an audio the, it's, format. It's very disconcerting when you're watching it. I don't know if it's <laughs> less so when you're playing it, but I remember like watching videos of like people playing through it and being like, this, oh God, this is kind of in the same way that like watching Mario Galaxy yeah. when you're not playing yeah. it yeah. Is, is also kind of like disorienting and makes you feel a little nauseated good comparison in a weird way it's almost like the opposite of animal crossing like it's like as if you were on the inside of a cylinder as opposed to the outside of like a cylinder good Mm -hmm. way to put it if that makes sense it's sort of like yeah you're like running up a hill almost if you're running forward it's Yeah. yeah and it looks at least this like because it was like a farmland, it was kind of like patchwork. It almost looked like a quilt, like a fabric. Yeah. I don't know. It just had a really cool sense of style. Like, I, 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 I'm I, like getting more excited <laughs> to like want to play it when, yeah. when I can grab it a little cheaper. Again, I'm, how I'm much not dying is it with you? for full? It's a full like $60 release. Uh, for, it's from Square Enix yeah. uh, published it. So I'm with yeah. you, though. I, when I see it on sale, I'll, I'll be grabbing it. Uh, yeah. No question. I, definitely. Yeah. Definitely doesn't deserve the hate. No. I was definitely going to say, like, I feel like part of the criticism comes just from, like, high expectations of it being, like, a yeah. Yuji Naka project. Yeah. And, like, right. you know, it's it does feel like, like, as you guys are saying, like, kind of like an older era game made mm-hmm. on a new platform. And, like, I think that going into, like, with high expectations, like, it does set you up for, like, disappointment. But, like, yep. one thing that I think is kind of the opposite, which I we've uh, been playing his uh, Tori 3D, mm-hmm. which yes. is the complete opposite, where it's 99 cents currently on <laughs> uh, the Switch eShop. And and by currently, that's not it's, on it's sale. It's a permanent that price. Yeah, that's price. Price. yeah. full price is just <laughs> which 90, I'm pretty, I, I thought, thought it, that I yeah, thought I th- it was on sale, but I thought Nintendo just made a rule where nothing was allowed to be less than two dollars on the eShop, but apparently not anymore. Nope. But, but I think that's like a sale thing or something, but whatever. That's right. beside the point. But yeah, like so it is as it's build a like N64 PS1 era, like low polygon, like 3D platformer. Mm-hmm. And going into it, I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's a it's a buck. Uh, like, I don't care like what quality this game is. Like, <laughs> it looks it's scratching an itch that you know isn't uh, widely like available in terms of like a genre. Like, it's it's hap- There's starting to be a renaissance of these types of games. Yeah, but there's still like it's pretty an open field. Um, yeah, and yeah, just from starting playing that game, like it felt really good like i i thought it was you know it's it's not like innovating more than you know any existing game in that like field or genre but it's just a really well crafted like 3d course based game nice the main uh like 
point of the it's it's a they're course based levels, so you start at one point and you're trying to get to the end. Like it's not like there's objectives that you're doing in the game, like a, say like a collectathon, like Banjo Kazooie or Mario or anything. It's mm-hmm. yeah, there more are collectibles on each level, like where it's more like get all of the stars in the level, and that's the only objective you can do. I right. Guess. And it, but like we were talking beforehand, how it kind of does feel like a Sonic game, like an early Sonic Adventure game. Yeah. But it's not bogged down by like any of the like weird like objectives that say Sonic Adventure Adventure Two would have. Where right. it's like, oh, I need to hit this switch, and then the entire level changes. Or I need this is a section where I'm going to be grinding on my soap shoes for <laughs> an entire section. Yeah, or even like, I mean, the, some of those games had some serious jank. The Sonic Adventure games, like you would just fall through the dock and go fall into the ocean for no reason, like just because. You know, this is like this game is polished. Like it, it controls super, super tight. Uh, and you, you, there's no real abilities. You just play as this little bird and you have a double jump and a sprint and that's pretty much it. And there's, they've tutorialized it really great. Like you're just, the first level is kind of on top of some rooftops and they just have it like on a couple like billboards where it's like, hold this to sprint. Oh, you can double jump. And like the, yeah, the only other thing for like, it, it is kind of built for speed running. Like you said, it's kind of, this is overselling it, but again, it's kind of like the, the levels in Mario 3d land where they're like kind of 2d levels, Ooh. but in a 3d setting again huge oversell because 3d land is like one of the best (laughs) 3d platformers at least in my opinion yeah Mm -hmm. but uh, at the same time for a dollar this game's got nine levels took me it didn't take more than an hour to like beat it the first time through but there are like (laughs) rankings for yeah exactly short and sweet short and to the point but it's like there's rank you can go for the a rankings the first time through i think john and i i don't know if you ended up getting a c on every level the first time but that's where i ended up um i've gone back i've got a couple i actually did a stream right before we started recording tonight for like 45 minutes i got a couple of a's and i was like oh i'm gonna get all a's here no 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 and not after that like it gets tough there's like almost like a toad's turnpike kind of level where you're like jumping on there's like four different levels almost where there's like and there's like four levels and then a harder version of each level kind of Mm -hmm. and then one final level and it's actually part of this like haunted ps1 themed kind of thing that i don't know exactly when this haunted ps1 aesthetic started but they've done like these haunted ps1 jams where they're like those advent calendar type (laughs) game jams where it's 24 games leading up to christmas but that's why in this game that is otherwise like this like super cute like uh chicken running around and platforming there's like a grim reaper once in a while that just pops up and it's just like glitches the screen yeah (laughs) yeah so that's something that's like just kind of i don't i don't want to say just put in there because i love that aspect of it um it's really cool but that's there's like the yeah this haunted ps1 it's like this big kind of thing i see it on itch.io all the time like they actually put it on the side like just where like the playstation logo would be on like the side of the jewel case on the cd they put haunted ps1 in that same like font it's really really that's great so uh, yeah i don't know uh exactly all the details of that but maybe we'll get into it another time because i know it's like the whole thing is like low poly horror games i'm stuck um, on the toad's turnpike comment what what do you mean by toad's turnpike in regards to a platform it literally looks like toad's turnpike like it takes <laughs> it's also like kind of like cluster truck yeah. yeah oh that's a great yeah where you're great like comparison. running on top of like moving 
like uh, semis. Okay, like, got it. So I, if I, you hit the ground, you die. Like the floor is lava kind of yes, situation. Yeah, and then but some of the trucks will have conveyor belts on them, and some of the trucks will have be uh, made of ice. ice on them. Yeah, <laughs> and the ice is like it's slippery. It's interesting how it works. It's slippery when you're running, but it's when a you're momentum jumping, based. Like oh, once yeah. you hit a direction, like you are, you have. It's hard to stop. The in jumps that committed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but one of the things I was actually there's a few people streaming some speed runs uh, that I was watching last night. Uh, not many people, but there was like a couple people. And one of the things like they have some very generous coyote time in this game, <laughs> where like you can run off the ledge quite a distance and then do a double jump after that. So nice. like you can really kind of like cut some shortcuts that way and do almost like kind of like you do with in Donkey Kong Country where you can do the roll. Oh, yeah. And then kind of do a jump way after you've rolled. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like that sort of situation. It's really, really good stuff. Nice. Um, But yeah, just so glad and so glad that it came out on Switch because like I expected this to just be kind of like a PC, small, like kind of niche uh, indie thing. But I'm excited to uh, see more from this developer because it looks like they make some other like 3D platformers as well. Nice. Sweet. Yeah, but uh, John, why don't we uh, toss the ball over your way for the meat of this conversation and the last uh, last of the new games for this week? <laughs> oh man, and this is a, a new game. I've oh yeah, I haven't bought a new game in a while. That like a physical copy of a new game. Ooh, just because like I I basically will go out and pick up a physical copy. I don't really order games through the mail or anything. Mm-hmm. So I was on a hunt. Uh, monster I was gonna say hunt. you had a mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh, I was on a monster hunt <laughs> uh-huh. for what, a copy in, in Chicago because it was sold out everywhere. No way! Wow, I had to yeah. go to like there is one Best Buy in like the and like Elston. Uh, and I had to walk well out of my way. <laughs> there, I think I put in like six miles that oh, day of walking. It was there. a rainy day too. Yeah, it was. I remember you texting day. us, and I was like, "Man, what are you doing, John? It's a shitty day out today." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is the the. I don't even know what I was trying to fucking say. Whatever. It's the life you lead. It's it the life, life you I lead. Mean. The decisions <laughs> I make, <laughs> the poor choices yeah. that I commit to and are too stubborn <laughs> to not follow through on. But yeah, you wanted to play Monster Hunter. I did. And I, I got it. And this is my first Monster Hunter since the, uh, the 3DS remake that they re-released on oh, yeah. Switch. Very like generations sounds I right or three U ultimate. I don't know honestly. <laughs> like an X in it or something. I don't know. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the they, one that's like clearly a three generations two. Do they release? Both? I don't remember what uh, which you can whichever clearly tell it's a three DS remake. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like it looks basically just like upresed. Like yeah, all yeah. the assets. I played are... the demo for that one and was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> But it was still fun, and that was that was the most I had played since uh, the 3DS demo, I think, that I downloaded of whichever one first came out on 3DS. After it was after the Wii U. Good lord, this ser- this series is so inscrutable, and there's, <laughs> and there's so many of them. There's yeah. so many of them, and I've played barely any of them. But each one that I do play has successfully or successively ironed out a lot of the issues that i have with the previous one well that's good 
Um, because yeah, the it is notorious as being one that is very deliberate and like you have to commit to a play style and also yep. commit to attacks. Like yep. you every it's a very critical decision making that you every single choice you make <laughs> makes a huge difference. More or um, less deliberate than a Souls game as you've been playing many of lately. <laughs> honestly, I think it's more deliberate. Yeah. Like I think that was the feeling I got from the little bit I played of the demo. Yeah, I was like, man, this is like, yeah, very committal. Like you're talking like super ghouls and ghosts jumping right. style <laughs> committal. Like you're committed. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for taking a swig there. I was <laughs> you're like, good. Oh, thought that was gonna be a longer sentence. Um <laughs> But yeah, I and I, I think also like when I first played like the majority of the game that came out on Switch, the 3DS remake, I had spent my time playing through the different weapons, trying to find one that worked for me. And inexplicably, the one that works for me is the gun, which does hmm. very little damage because <laughs> it's I I think it's initial like basically meant to be like a support weapon yeah and not necessarily one that you're i mean every weapon you are perfectly able to main but man the first couple weapon trees that i went through like i was basically doing one point of damage with each shot oh no and (laughs) that was incredibly rough (laughs) for the first couple missions until I'm I'm now at a cool seven points of damage oh, per headshot. <laughs> there you uh, go. <laughs> right, is it like a machine gun though, or what? What kind of rate of fire are we talking? No, it's not. <laughs> oh no! Oh, pea shooter. You have uh, for your uh, unlimited ammo. The light bow gun has four shots before you have to reload. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I, oh I don't no! Because those monsters take a ton of damage, right? I mean, yeah, I'm assuming they, they take a while to take down. Oh, they sure do. I don't know why. I, <laughs> why do I like this game? Why have I resigned myself to this exact playstyle? But I like, like it. Pain. I I don't want to. <laughs> sell the short like there there are so many things about this that i really like and at the core of it it is just like i like a game that gives you a million things to craft and like yeah the wide variety of sources of things like each enemy like even the small monsters and in addition to the big monsters like have multiple drops and have multiple like oh this one like will drop a claw or a fur or something and that will craft into different thing a different armor set nice. and each armor set has like a bunch of things that you can upgrade and like they Ooh. have different buffs and they all look different like now we're talking everything okay. like is very stylized like that is the nice thing about monster hunter is that each i like individual item is very unique right and the thing that i love about uh, mon- I don't even think we've said the name of the game. It's Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> we said, yeah, we've said Monster Hunter a few times, yes. but yeah, it's we've never ob- been yeah, specific. It's obvious it's the new Monster Hunter, but Monster <laughs> yeah. Hunter Rise in particular, uh, I think is a game that speeds everything up. Like Ooh. everything moves faster. Okay. And you get drops. I was going to say, including gameplay. Okay. Yeah. Like, the i mean the wire bug i'm not sure if that was include if that was introduced in monster hunter world uh but the wire bug is kind of your grappling hook or 
I don't know, like it's closer honestly to like a spider-man like web slinging and like you don't have to attach it to anything like you just have to aim in a direction and it'll like launch you in that direction oh okay and you start off with two charges and then every encounter that you start every level that you start you can like increase that up to three and like they recharge as you're like as soon as you use them so, like, you could theoretically, like, time your jumps or, like, wall run a little bit to have one recharge. It's uh, Wall I, run? What do you mean wall run? Uh, that's the thing. Like, this game has so much more mobility than, mm. like... Okay, hold on mm. now. Because, uh, like, like you were saying, like, as the series has gone on, you've uh, been more and more interested. Like, world kind of caught my interest probably the most of any of them just because it looked really cool mm-hmm. but at the same time it like i know i kind of veer away from the open world stuff and the the crafting and like the heavy it seemed like it was really focusing on that do you feel like this is kind of building upon that idea or is it going down a different path or absolutely and like i think that people have shown that the maps are kind of based off of like previous maps. Like, so there's stuff that you recognize from previous games. Like the layouts are very similar. They might be a little bit more like fleshed out or changed in certain ways, but the general progression from like area to area is very reminiscent of like previous games. Okay. So already if you've played them, you kind of have a familiarity with how the levels are laid out, but also like uh, this is, one each level is a contiguous open world level before it used to be like you would get into an area that had you know maybe three exits and that would lead you to another area and like there would be a loading screen that would and this is like you know if you're playing a 3ds game like it's the limitations of the hardware right whereas on switch it's all one contiguous level and like they there are separate levels though there there's separate rooms in each level Right. But there's also okay. separate levels as well. Okay. Like there's a forest level, an ice level, a desert level. Um, okay, because I, I guess I got the impression in world that it was like all one giant open world. Like I, I was picturing, yeah. I guess I wasn't picturing, I don't, I don't know that to be a fact. I, I just like, I wasn't picturing you like picking levels in this game. Yeah. But that's cool. You kind of, pick, yeah, the setup is you pick missions and the missions will either be like harvest this item or hunt down this specific monster or hunt down this number of monsters. And like the mobility is just so streamlined. And like before you used to have to like paint uh, enemies that would have them show up on your mini map if they were one of the large monsters. Now they're just automatically there from the start. Like before, as you enter, like you will see all the large enemies on your map and you will see them as they move from area to area. And like if you're doing an actual encounter with them, like after you do enough damage, they'll run away and run to another area and you can see where they move. Nice. And like, again, it's just all of these things that were really frustrating in previous titles are just gone. Like it's just so streamlined. And again, like I've mentioned how it's like faster, like level progression or like not level progressions, but like upgrade progressions is so much faster yeah like yeah just you can set little sub uh uh, minor quests that you do where you know they're just stuff that you automatically are doing in a level and that'll just give you an armor sphere which is what you use to upgrade your armor so you're just constantly getting stuff but again 
it really does help if you've played previous titles. Sure. Because yeah. I knew all of these mechanics and I knew them like getting easier. So I was like, oh, that's so nice. But also I had previous titles to like build off and I knew already what I needed to do. Right. Like, right, right. There's so much content in this game and there's so <laughs> many things that you need to know. And like, I literally don't know how to play with another weapon. Like, there are, like, a dozen weapons in this game. I only know how to play with a light bow gun. I don't even know how to play with a heavy bow gun. Like It seemed like that type of game. Like, every weapon felt very, not only deliberate, but very, like, specific. Like, each one was, like, this weapon feels... You're not like, oh, let me try this sword or this sword. You're like, no, let me try this sword that does a totally different arcing swing than, you know... Oh, yeah. Yeah, just very different. Yeah, and, like, I've unlocked... Well, a nice thing that has been introduced in previous games that they've added now, the Palamutes, which are your dog companions, as in oh, addition yeah. to your Ooh. Palicos, which are your uh, cat companions. Yeah, yeah. That is That's what I remember from World, yeah. Yeah, and like before it was Palicos, and that was how you had, like, uh, if you were playing solo, like me, I don't really... I know these are games that you're supposed to be playing online and i i was gonna say it almost sounds like an mmo structure it is kind of is like what it's, it's based also, on yeah it scratches that mmo itch a hundred percent for me um but also like you can play solo thanks to like having a uh, palico and palamute and the palamute also doubles as a mount so nice. you can basically wherever you are you can always just hold a and then a little clock wheel like will a uh, appear around the a if you're holding it for long enough and then you'll just get on your uh palamute like no additional buttons and you're just moving so fast another quality of life that's awesome you don't have to dismount when you're climbing a like vine like the palamute will just run like vertically (laughs) up its rules i was just thinking imagine if you could do that breath of the wild oh my god just like call your horse (laughs) yes meet me here (laughs) that's so cool though yeah it's just there's but like they're the palicos you can send them on missions to like on like to level up or to gather items or to like trade items there's so many mechanics that i barely understand what's going on are you then not able to use the palico or the or the palamute while you're sending them on a mission but you can keep hiring more and then you have oh it's a little army you can have the ones that come out with you and like they, uh, you know, you can tailor their armor so that their weapons so that they can do different things. Oh or the boy, Jesus. that goes have deep. Different classes that goes so, like, deep. You can have a healer, a fighter, like <laughs> someone who's just gathering. It's there's too much in this game. Like that's <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that, that's I was th- I was picturing like you got to like when you create your character, then you would like create your palamute or whatever, and that's like that would be it. You have your one. That, oh, that's you what still I was can. Picturing. There's still so much customization and like you can the fur patterns, like the eyes, the ears, the faces, everything is customizable. And like that's kind of the thing is that like this is a game that is very specific to my tastes and I really like it. I don't know if I would recommend it to other people (laughs) because like, again, I, I know that like. I definitely saw it with World, and I saw it a little bit with this, where people are saying, oh, oh, this is, like, 
the easiest game to jump into the series if you're looking for an entry point. I'm like, no. They say that every time. Yes, they this do. Is they, still... they said that about World 2. Yes, right. they did. Like, this is a very obtuse series. And, like, if those are the things that you're into, I think you should give it a shot. But, like, if this is... If you don't like a million mechanics and, like, so much... Like, you have to replay levels over and over again to, like get this like enough craftable items in order to craft an armor set right and then you have to like get more items just to like create new weapons and stuff like there's it's a extremely lot of... mmo yes <laughs> yeah oh it's a hundred percent you got you've got me so torn because like you're half the time you're talking about really cool combat stuff and like zip lining and riding dogs all over the place and grappling <laughs> hooks and then half the time you're talking about diablo 3 yeah. <laughs> i don't want to hey. get anywhere near that hey so, but, but no, yeah, to each their own. But I, I, I do think again, like you're saying like certain elements that might be more grindy might feel less grindy if you're playing with pals, you know, that oh, I yes. think that would definitely kind of alleviate a, a little bit of that. A hundred percent. But awesome. yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to keep playing for a long time, but how, how much time have you put in so far? Would you say? Honestly, not that much, probably only like 20 hours. Mm hmm. And the, okay. for, for John, that's that's a that's a small amount, especially with this type of game. It feels <laughs> yeah. like it could yeah. be just endless. It really. seems like it really, really yeah. could. And it it really seems like I always had the impression that the Monster Hunter series like they're almost like Capcom is just very generously being like this is, series is huge in Japan. Yeah. And we're just going to keep putting them out in North America and hoping it catches on big time there, too. And I think World again, not to World keep going back to, to it. Yeah. Seemed like it really kind of broke through a little bit mm-hmm. and then or not broke through it's not like these games have not been popular but right. yeah they do seem to be very niche popular games if that makes sense mm-hmm. exactly yeah but uh but i think we can probably wrap up the uh, video games chat there this week guys and uh feels good to wrap up a hundredth episode yes, but again sir. there's no real reason to celebrate it because we'll be celebrating <laughs> we next won't week. celebrate it um yeah <laughs> even though i keep mentioning it um but uh but either way, uh, you can find us, as always, on the internet at uh, pursuingpixels.com. Otherwise, we have a nice handy link tree that'll lead you to uh, link tree slash pursuing pixels that'll lead you to Twitch, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all the other good stuff that we got on the internet. Mm-hmm. And uh, otherwise, we will uh, catch you all next week. Uh, take care. Bye bye. See ya. Like a little longer than an issue, typical issue of like a comic book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be yeah, like, like a like the weeklies or whatever. In a day, basically. That's okay. Like, it's, it's not that's nothing. Not, that's no, not that, that seems doable. Yeah. That's that like, seems that doable. seems like not much more than if you hunkered down with, like, or probably less than if you hunkered down with like a longish graphic novel right. and just plowed through it. Oh, right. Yeah. Which I'm, I've done. Yeah. So. Which would be typically like 80 to 100 pages, probably. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, and I haven't read a graphic novel in a while. I know, me too. I, I, I do enjoy them sitting on my shelf, like ones that I've bought. It's like, what the fuck? What am I doing? Same here. Same here. Yeah, I feel like the last one I read was Seconds, which was the follow up to uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim from Brian oh. Lee O'Malley. Oh, really? Okay, it's really good, but it's a just oh, one. I know what you're talking. I've I've seen it's just a one thing, right? Yeah. I, I've not. I don't know much about it, but I've seen it before. It's real good. Nice. It's got, okay. Real. I never good read concept. the Scott Pilgrims either. 
Scott Pilgrim's there's a lot of those good. too, aren't there? Yeah, there's like, like six, seven, something like that. Yeah, yeah, either like eight around there. However, however many of the X's there are, I think is how many uh, other books there are. Mm-hmm. Although that might not be true. Maybe there's like a double mm-hmm. in a book. You'd have or to read to find out. I I read them from Glenn. Like he had, he was getting them. Oh God, they came out when we were in college. Jesus Christ. Jeez. <laughs> like they were still releasing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's weird to think about. Yeah, back to the time when like Harry Potter was like, new. Books yeah, were coming out. Like when we worked at Best Buy, Randall. Yeah. Like in the uh, Barnes and Noble across the street. Yeah, I do remember a couple times working when there was like a midnight release or something for Harry Potter, and there being like a bunch of people. They hanging were still out. releasing at that point. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. The last one like came not, out. It, my, it was like, towards the end. It might have been school. the last book. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. In my like head, seems that, like, that, like, happened before that point. I don't know, like, it, a decent amount before that point, but obviously not. In my head, it, like, happened before we were born. <laughs> it's almost it's almost like Harry Potter's always been here, you know? Mm-hmm. 